Well, it came down to the wire, but the Lakers were somehow able to pull away. They beat the Denver Nuggets 114-108 to take a 3-1 series lead. This was a this was a game that definitely took at least five years off my life because for the most part, the Lakers looked like they weren't going to win this game. I mean, Denver really gave them a good run, but luckily, you know, the Lakers' experience and their veteran leadership, I think, really showed tonight, and that's ultimately what got them this W. Now, let's break this game down. In order to do so, I got to bring my co-host in here, Mr. Laker Dad himself. Dad, how are you feeling? You look a little disheveled, a little tired after this one. Hannah, I'm thrilled to be up three to one, but I got to tell you, I'm not feeling great. I just don't think the Lakers have been playing that well, and it's very unsettling to me. Do you know what's crazy to me? As you know, we played Portland. We had to face Damian Lillard. We played Houston. We had to had to face a James Harden, and Jamal Murray is causing me the most stress out of all of those guards and who would have ever thought I mean Jamal Murray is a good player but he is just playing out of this world right now I mean some of those shots we saw him make tonight were just incredible yeah Murray was I I gotta tell you I really have to give credit to him I never have really thought of him as a great player he's a good player Um, he could get hot at times but he's playing on a totally different level now I mean he's really reached superstar status I think he's only 23 years old, but man, tonight, the some of the shots he made tonight, it was crazy. Thankfully, however, Jokic had an off night, uh, and that was very helpful to the Lakers. Yeah, you know, Jokic has been in foul trouble. He was in foul trouble tonight, but he's honestly been in foul trouble for most of the series, so the Lakers have got pretty lucky there. I mean, obviously, you know, Jamal Murray has just been playing incredible just throughout the playoffs, honestly. And tonight was just, you know, another performance of that. But getting back to the Lakers, this game was just one of those games where I really thought the Lakers were going to come out and really give it their all. And I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I don't really believe they did that. I'm really happy that they got the win, but this definitely was not their best performance. Dwight Howard got the start tonight. And he was great in the first half. I think he had uh, double-digit rebounds and double-digit points in the first half alone. Anthony Davis started out real strong and then kind of cooled off for a while. Um, But yeah, I mean, this was just an uncomfortable game. The Lakers could not pull away from these guys. They would go up by 8, 10, 12 points, and every single time, the Nuggets would come right back. They just couldn't get any separation. It was really unsettling. I mean, the Lakers just really have not looked like a championship team at the moment. You know who was the the MVP tonight? The key player for the Lakers was Rajon Rondo, man. I mean, that offensive rebound he had late in the fourth, I think that was not the dagger because it wasn't a shot, but that was what won us the game. And I think having Rajon Rondo back, you know, like I said, I think the Lakers' experience and their veteran leadership is what's really won them this game because Denver's a young team. They're a team that doesn't have a whole lot of experience in the playoffs and in these situations. And obviously the Lakers having guys like LeBron and Rajon Rondo to really kind of keep their composure, guys who have been in this in these circumstances a lot in their career. So I think that's really what, is standing out to me in my mind when I'm taking a look at this series and when I'm comparing these two teams because there have been a few games now in this series where it easily could have been Denver's game. I mean, Denver could easily be up 3-1 to one right now on us, but or at least tied the series. But I think the Lakers' experience has really shown. And Rajon Rondo's night, he really stepped up. He had 11 points, 
five rebounds, like I said, including that key offensive rebound and seven assists. Yeah, you know, uh, every night, Hannah, we always look and see who of the role players stepped up. You never know who it's going to be from night to night. Tonight, it was Rondo and I would say KCP. KCP had another really strong game on both ends of the court, and he was a difference maker tonight. Yeah, I agree with you. KCP shot some great threes, especially when the Lakers really needed a bucket. It was like he was the guy who who magically came out and shot a three. So I, I was happy with KCP, obviously, Rondo. Now, the Lakers' two superstars, LeBron and AD, combined for 60 points. I don't think the Lakers have lost a game when they've combined for 60 points. Um, Of course, Anthony Davis got off to that really big start in the first quarter. I think he scored the first eight Laker points, and he ended the game with 32 points. He kind of had a little bit of a quiet third, but then got it back in the fourth. He did roll his ankle, which looked a little scary um, in that second half, but he came back, and it didn't really appear to be a problem. And then LeBron James had 26 points. Um, zero turnovers tonight for LeBron, which in my eyes is great because the last few games, he's I think he's had about six each game, which has just been super frustrating but I know you weren't too impressed by LeBron's game tonight um again you know he had 26 points I think eight rebounds and nine assists so stat wise he had a good game he didn't score the basketball too well but still the Lakers superstars are doing what we're expecting them to do you know Hannah uh the stats I contend can be misleading LeBron's got his hands on the ball every play every series you know so he handles the ball a lot you know I just didn't think LeBron looked very good tonight. Uh, He looked frustrated at times. He looked tired at times. Um, He wasn't dominating. You know, now, there were some moments he stepped up. He had a really nice block on Jamal Murray towards the end of the game, which was good. But he he just... um, there's something missing in his game right now. He did knock down his free throws tonight, which was great. They needed that. That was fantastic. But uh, I, I just have not been comfortable the way LeBron has looked... Uh, since the first game of this series. Do you know what's been frustrating for me with LeBron? Is I feel like there are so many plays, and we call it every time. We go, LeBron's just not going to pass this possession. And he just holds the ball, holds the ball, then just kind of throws up this stupid shot. It doesn't even look to pass once. And I don't think he's made any of them. It's just so frustrating sometimes when he goes one on five. Now, obviously, you know, who am I to criticize LeBron James? I don't even think I can, you know... <laughs> make a basket if I was right under the basket. I haven't played in so long. But still, there are definitely a lot of frustrating moments from LeBron. But I think tonight, overall, I think he played better, especially when you're looking at it from that zero turnover point of view. The Lakers won the game tonight, remember, because of offensive rebounds. They dominated the second point chance. And 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 that was the difference in the game tonight. Remember, last game, they got out-rebounded by 19 rebounds. I mean, that's such a staggering figure that the Lakers, with all that size, could be out-rebounded. Hey, and what's going on with AD? Two games in a row where he had zero rebounds in the first half. What the heck is going on with that? Yeah, I don't understand. AD finished with only two rebounds again tonight, and... No, I think he had three or four. Oh, no, I think... Sorry, game. he ended up with four. I'm sorry, excuse me, but I mean... What? Like, AD usually is at least a lock for getting at least 10 rebounds, at least 8 or 9. I mean, I don't understand what's going on there. I think it's maybe an effort thing. Maybe he's just putting more of his effort on the offensive end. But I don't really have the answer for it. It's definitely an interesting stat, though. Yeah, You know, Hannah, I mean, I really have to give credit to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I really didn't think they were that good, even though they came back and won the two series. And maybe that's an indication that they're better than we all thought they were. But boy, I mean, these have been real slugfest games. I feel like 
The Lakers, you know, they're up three to one, but it's been very tight and very close. And Denver's been right there every game, maybe except for the first game. It's it's just been unsettling because we expected we saw the Lakers so dominant in the first two series of the playoffs. They have not. They may be up three to one, but they haven't dominated the series. Well, you know. There could be a plethora of reasons. They could be. The guys look exhausted. I mean, on both teams, they look exhausted. Every time they kind of come up, they're a little bit gimpy. But, you know, again, this Denver team really give them credit. They were the underdogs the entire playoffs. And, you know, they they beat the Utah Jazz pretty easily. Then they beat the Clippers. And no one ever thought that was going to happen. They came back from 3-1 to both times in their playoffs. So, even though the Lakers have this 3-1 to lead, like I said, I'm not going to feel happy until we're just done because with these Denver Nuggets, you just never know. But moving on to Game 5, what do the Lakers have to do to just come out, get this series over with because they look like they desperately need some rest before the finals? Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely want to try to end the series the next game. Um, but you know what? I, Denver's the kind of team, they're going to come out and they're going to give it their all. So the Lakers are going to have to play their best. There's no question about it. They're going to have to play with energy and they're going to have to play with effort and they're going to really have to be able to weather the storm because the Lakers, uh, excuse me, the Nuggets, they're going to come out and, and, and wing it. The Lakers have got to be ready for that. So you know what I think the Lakers need to do, what I really want to see them do the next game, is defend without fouling. There were just so many fouls tonight. It was just ridiculous. And some of them, I think, were tic-tac-y fouls that I don't think should have been called. But, you know, for the most part, we've got to be able to defend without fouling. Hey, you know what, Hannah? We didn't really mention Dwight Howard that much. Dwight got the start tonight. He was outstanding. He had double-doubles uh, in the first half. But but the point of the matter is that I found extremely strange. He played a little bit of the third quarter, and he didn't come back. I, I was shocked. I thought they were going to bring him back, you know, when Jokic, Jokic was in the game, but they didn't. You know, they kind of went small the rest of the, the uh, game, and they had uh, Markeith Morris in there. It was weird to me. Dwight was playing so dominant on the boards in particular, and they didn't play him in the second half. It really, it was strange. Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand that either, especially because he got off to such a dominant performance in that first half. Uh, again, he only played 22 minutes. Um, the coach just decided to run with Morris there in that fourth. And, you know, I like Markeith Morris, so, but I do find it a little strange just because Dwight was really dominating, especially, you know, he got that start. So it seems like maybe that would have been a better time for him at least to play some in the fourth when he was having such a good game. But... You know, the coach decided to go small, and ultimately it did work in our favor. I guess so, Hannah. I don't know that Morris scored tonight. If he did score, I don't think he scored more than a couple of points. So really, I guess he was in there primarily for defense. But, I mean, you're telling me you're going to pick Markeith Morris over Dwight Howard on the defensive end? I don't know. I I just thought it was very strange. Sometimes, you know, there's no consistency to who Vogel plays in the fourth quarter. It's it's all over the place. I guess he would tell you that he gets a feel for the game and goes with it. But, man, it's kind of strange tonight that Dwight Howard didn't play more in the fourth quarter. Didn't, didn't play at all in the fourth quarter. You know what? It's 2020. Nothing surprises me anymore. I guess not, Hannah. I guess not. All right. So moving on. Next game is Saturday night, game five. Guys, we just have to keep our fingers crossed that the Lakers are able to just finish off this series. It's going to be challenging because, like my dad said, Denver's really going to come out and give it their all. And like we've seen from them in these entire playoffs, they've come back from these 3-1 to one deficits both times. So we can't get too complacent here. I am happy the Lakers won, but they definitely have to give their best performance on Saturday so that they can just 
end this series and get some much needed rest because these guys look exhausted and they definitely need it. But that is going to be it for tonight's podcast. Again, you know, it was a good game. Happy the Lakers won. There still are a lot of improvements, a lot of things that I want to see them make and hopefully we'll be able to see him do it on Saturday and hopefully we'll be able to get the win on Saturday and just end this series but that's gonna be it for tonight thank you guys so much for listening I hope you enjoyed the podcast and until next time Laker hand and Laker dad are out bye guys